Staying ahead of the competition can be tricky. That's why you need a partner you can trust. Allied Solutions, strategic relationships in the auto dealership and finance markets have been designed to enable you to serve the multiple stakeholders within your business and to provide your customers with the best in-class solutions. For 45 years, Allied Solutions has helped their clients grow, protect, and evolve their business. With over 20 million monitored auto loans and more than 220 million recovered over the last five years, Allied Solutions will help you move the needle. Visit online at alliedsolutions.net. That's alliedsolutions.net. Hello and welcome to the Auto Remarketing Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Overby, and we were recording this episode here in Dallas, Texas during the AAA convention, uh, first convention back uh, in a while. Uh, thankfully able to have it this year, uh, got through got through COVID, and joining me today are, are two leaders from the Cox Automotive Inventory Solutions Group. We have Patrick Brennan and Dana Lowenthal. Guys, thank you all so much for, for being here and, and joining the show. Yeah, thank you very much, Joe, for having us. Great to see everybody after three years of not being in person. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's it's just refreshing to kind of come back and and see folks at a, at a conference again. But and we'll kind of start with uh, some overall auction questions here. Um, you know, with with Mannheim, you know, your sites are more than half of Mannheim auction sites are, are now open for in lane sales. What type of attendance are you seeing? Are, are dealers using digital? Physical, how are they balancing that? Um, you know, uh, I know Grace addressed some of this yesterday, but what, what are you seeing there? Yeah, she, she was up on stage and had a good conversation with the industry. First of all, all of our sites are open for in-lane okay. sales, just to, for clarity. Uh, we're not running cars in every lane at every particular sale, uh, but we are uh, allowing uh, dealers, buyers to come in, view inventory, stand in the lane, bid, bid on inventory. And we are running cars in a number of lanes for some segments of clients. So as far as attendance, it's kind of across the board. There's mm-hmm. certain sales that look and feel like they did pre-COVID, quite honestly. Depends on, on what type of inventory they have and what, what the typical segment of customer they're running for. Uh, and then there's others, Joe, that you sit there and you go, wow, uh, there's hardly anybody in the lanes. And it, it really feels just like it did during COVID. Yeah. There's only even a few or a handful of folks that are milling about in the lane. So it all depends on where and the type of inventory. Uh, we're still selling the majority of our cars across the digital platforms. The buyers are definitely using the digital platforms. Uh, but we're, we're seeing more and more, especially as the market started to change here in the last few months, we're seeing some more, uh, more physical activity as far as dealers coming into the lanes. Well, I know um, it's been a big big piece of Mannheim, but also the wholesale industry in general, you know, more buyers and sellers going digital. So Dana, as, as, um, you know, more auctions, as more dealers, you know, handle things digitally, are you seeing kind of a boost in demand for some of the services you guys offer in uh, inventory solutions as, as a result of that? Well, I would say the clients are definitely relying on the investments that we've made in our um, inspections and imaging, obviously learning how to use our, our manline.com and simulcast um, tools to be able to source what they're looking for. They're buying from many more locations than they were before. It, it's no longer just the local auctions. They're having to look far and wide for that inventory. 
And so I think that the dealers have really appreciated the, um, the consistency in the tools and the imaging that we're providing. For my team specifically, um, my team is set up to serve clients across mobile markets. Um, and because they are now buying from more than ever before, we're working to just deliver consistency. So we've been making some investments in um, our call center operations, making sure that anybody who answers those phones can can speak to what's happening at that auction that they're trying to buy from, whether they're there in person or online. There's also some other um, policies that we're working on to help them be more successful in terms of arbitration, whether it's digital or physical. And, you know, you say that they're, buying from more locations so like they uh, say a dealer would you know they may ordinarily go to you know Mainheim Atlanta or wherever now they're looking at Mainheim locations all throughout the country absolutely yeah. we're seeing that they're having to buy from farther away than they've ever had before because of the the pressure on the inventory mm-hmm. uh, so it's definitely opened them up to um looking online at, at those auctions they're not walking in all the time uh, if they are local they are just like patrick said some of them have um, jumped right back into their old routines but um, given the shortage of inventory they're really using all the channels whether it's ode or manheim express simulcast just far and wide and looking specifically at uh at the reconditioning services that, that manheim provides um even in a time where dealers are trying to get any inventory they can get their hands on. Or what's the demand been like for utilization of, of reconditioning? You can imagine in the, in the wholesale environment, because of the pressure on inventory, uh, commercial inventory, specifically repo and, and off-lease, we haven't seen as much demand there. That's definitely pulled back the last couple of years. But where we've seen a tremendous growth is on the dealer side, uh, specifically for retail uh, frontline ready reconditioning. We've grown quite a bit there in the last few years. Uh, some of the new age retailers have certainly uh, looked to us to, uh, to help them across the country. But there's a lot of local and regional uh, dealers as well that don't have the investment uh, in the capacity, in the shops, in the technicians uh, that we've been able to, to invest in through the years. And, and we've been able to do that at scale across the country. And, and they look to us to, to help them there. So it's, it's a little different sometimes, the actual work that we're doing to get it frontline ready versus a wholesale reconditioning. It's a little bit more in depth sometimes, uh, but we've been, able to, we've been able to scale it up and, and do a lot of work for clients around the country. Well, to, to shift gears a little bit, Dane, I wanted to ask you about the uh, Client and Business Solutions Shared Services Group. Tell me a little bit about just what that entails you know, um, and, and the work you do for, for your for your clients in that uh, in that department. I'm happy to explain that. This is actually something that um, organizationally we were um, testing the concept of creating kind of a hub model to be mm-hmm. able to serve across multiple locations or market partners or regions. And all of that work was being done way before COVID. And the great news is that when COVID hit, um, it really proved out that model and accelerated the um, creation of those teams formally. So in the last year and a half, I've been able to bring together a team of a lot of experts that have served our clients for a long time out in the field, but now they, we've kind of lifted them up to a point where they can serve them more broadly, which goes well with the fact that we have clients that are buying from so many more locations. So a few big things that we have done, um, we are actually, we partner very closely with Nextgear. They have a shared service center up in Carmel, Indiana, and um, we have brought that team within Mannheim, and we're really building a great partnership with um, Nextgear, 
Cox the rest of the Cox Automotive um, titles leadership, along with our operating locations, to help make sure that we are processing titles as efficiently as we can for our clients right now. So that's an example of one team. We have another team that does um, our post-sale commercial balancing and audits and payments. Another one that handles arbitration, all of our virtual block specialists, and then the call centers that I spoke about. So it actually really proved out that concept, and it's and it's worked really, really well for us to be able to be flexible and serve our clients no matter where they are. One of the great things about what Dana and her team have done is it's created a lot of consistency from across the country. As you can imagine, when you have seventy plus locations, sometimes consistency gets a little bit muddy in the waters. And her team has really brought that to the forefront. And and honestly, the clients, in which you spoke of earlier, they're searching for inventory. They want a very similar experience if they're going to Dallas or Atlanta or Riverside, mm -hmm. New York, wherever it might be. And that's what this shared service model is really uh, geared towards is the consistency side. Well, um, the uh, the Mannheim Market Center model, is that, could I compare that to maybe like a, a hub and spoke model that where you, where you have, like, I guess, can you help me understand the Market Center uh, concept? Yeah, that was something that we started again before COVID. Yeah. Uh, because again, we really wanted to really start to leverage one resources and the ability to bring consistency to the to the uh, clients. Um, we also wanted to make sure we were growing our talent and relying on some of our talent that that we had within within these market centers. So we started geographically with three locations. I think Dana was involved with one of them down in Florida, here in Dallas, where we are this week. Um, and Atlanta was the third the third one. Again, started before COVID. We got a lot of great traction there, a lot of learnings. Uh, the clients really um, embraced it as well, as far as how that was going. And we we brought that across the country, almost to everywhere that geography allows us to. Mm -hmm. If they get too far apart, it doesn't make a lot of sense for those, for those um, market centers. We've got quite a few of them around the country, and it's gone really, really well for us. So in a market center, there might be three or four options that are kind of grouped together, for lack of a better word. That's right. That's exactly right. So you can think of, of Mid-Atlantic, mm -hmm. uh, with Fredericksburg and Baltimore being fairly close together. Atlanta, like I said, with the two or three sales that we have there. Uh, California. Florida is set up pretty well for a few different market centers down there because of the number of sales that we have. Texas, again. Houston. We have a couple of sales there that, that work really well together. So again, it was it was great for the clients because they're seeing they're seeing consistency, a lot more consistency than we had in the past. You marry that up with what Dana's doing on the shared service model, and it's it's been a, a big win for everybody. And I understand that you guys are um, making some enhancements to those market centers next year. Any any thoughts on on what we can expect there? I'm not sure we're going to see tremendous change on the market centers next year. I think we've learned a lot. Um, it all, I think it all depends too on how inventory starts to filter, hopefully starts to filter back into mm -hmm. the, the marketplace. Um, I know we have some flexibility with them, uh, but we I don't think we have anything too big on the radar right now. Um, and, and last question for you guys. Um, I know last year you did a, you guys helped a process improvement solutions for the commercial consigners. Mm -hmm. What are some other solutions in, in that realm that you guys are, are kind of helping commercial uh, consigners in, term, in terms of being more efficient. I mean, I know that you guys had that, uh, like the stand-up meetings and then the process improvement within the actual Mannheim auctions. What are some of the ones that you're sharing with your clients? 
So I think what you might be referring to is Arlene. Yes, 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 yes. Actually, that I, I am working right now for us to um, refocus our efforts on our lean processes. And it goes mm-hmm. beyond just the formal lean daily management. Um, there's, there's one thing specifically around that that comes to mind, and it goes along with the investments that we're making in reconditioning and really applying our 5S processes, which is where you go and make sure that the shops have exactly what somebody needs, when they need it, where they need it. So we've done that. That really serves our clients much better. As you know, we need to make sure that these cars are reconditioned efficiently and quickly so they can get back out to that retail client. Um, and so th- that's an investment that we've made in terms of process. For my team in particular, so we have continued to expand the commercial post-sale team. We started with one of our large consigners, and it just makes it so much easier for them to work with a single point of contact. Again, that efficiency for them, uh, the consistency, making sure that their sales are are balanced properly has been huge. And so we sit at about 85% of all of our uh, commercial transactions today are facilitated by that team. A couple other things that we're working on are redemption centralization, which is very, very helpful to make sure that uh, our clients that do have um, retail customers needing to schedule redemption have a smooth process. They know where to go. They have an appointment. They know how to be well prepared for that. And then all of that is centralized. It makes sure that we are meeting the requirements for our commercial consigners, but that person also has a good experience and what can be obviously a very difficult time for them as well. Last but not least, we are working to streamline the way that we can um, do payment approvals for all of our clients. It's not just our largest consigners. We have thousands of clients now that we can um, leverage my team to help make sure that the payments are, are approved and work quickly so that they, they remain liquid and flowing. Well, good deal. Well, Patrick, Dana, thank you all so much for joining the show. And uh, always good to talk to you guys. Thank, thank you, you for having us. Absolutely. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of the Audi Marketing Podcast. And stay tuned to more for more podcasts from the NAAA Convention. I'm Joe Weberby. Thanks for listening. Staying ahead of the competition can be tricky. That's why you need a partner you can trust. Allied solutions, strategic relationships, and the auto dealership and finance markets have been designed to enable you to serve the multiple stakeholders within your business and to provide your customers with the best in-class solutions. For 45 years, Allied Solutions has helped their clients grow, protect, and evolve their business. With over 20 million monitored auto loans and more than 220 million recovered over the last five years, Allied Solutions will help you move the needle. Visit online at alliedsolutions.net. That's alliedsolutions.net.